0: Yeah, I mean, if we do, uh, injuries happen because of repetitive stress. And mm-hmm. if we continue to do the same thing over and over and over again, and especially with no the the little or barely any preparation that kids do for the season, right, there's no foundation laid in their fore, especially their forearms, their elbow, their wrist, you know, pronation, supination, little stuff. And everyone does so much grip training, right? You're always gripping a baseball, but nobody ever does anything for the extensors, right? The opposite mm-hmm. stuff, right? So, why do you think like you guys get that golfer's elbow and stuff so much, right? Yeah. So, anyways, anytime we can get increase their velocity by doing something non-specific, like you're saying, like that's a win because you're you're getting what you want, the outcome that you want without adding extra stress to the shoulder, to their UCL, right? All mm-hmm. the all those different things, and that's a, creates a win-win. So, if you're doing constantly worrying about being at sports-specific, then you're gonna you know definitely gonna end up injured. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <clears throat> Especially if you have like unhealthy patterns of, of movement, right? Like you're not working on mechanics and you don't know what to look for and things like that. So mm-hmm. like you said, you put unnecessary stress um, and you repeat that over and over again. Yeah. You're just going to wear your body down. And so I think, nice. you know, part of my job as a pitching coach is, um, you know, your job is to help build strength and, and, and there's mechanics involved in that also to make sure you're producing the, 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 the most amount of force, getting the right mobility, getting extension, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And for me, on my end, it's like okay, I want to make sure we're keeping our body in the most natural positions possible, so we're not adding more stress on top of an already already stressful movement because you're you're doing something fast, which is throwing a yeah. baseball, right? Yeah, it's and, almost like um, that. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, yeah go
0: ahead. I, just say, I was just I just alluding to you too, like that throwing the like that throwing motion is like probably similar to like that sprinting, right? But obviously it's very isolated in that shoulder and obviously the elbow, but the, the amount of force you can generate, that's very unnatural, right? But the amount of force you can generate in those positions is obviously um, very high. And yeah. then, um, what was I gonna say to add to that really quick was, um, yeah, so if your technique is lacking or like, just like you say, they, they say there's arm throwers, right? And then of course that person's gonna, again, wear out eventually, right? Something's bad gonna happen, you know, if they keep doing what they've been doing with poor technique. And uh, I'm sure you'd notice this too, probably when you do correct technique on guys, it feels wrong for them because when they do the wrong thing for so long, the right thing feels wrong eventually because right. you, you got to rewire them. Right. So it's better to, to get them in sooner and get those simple patterns, mechanics down right. than go and have to have to unlearn it and then relearn something else. So.
1: Right. Yep. Yep. Like I'd rather get a guy when they're nine, <laughs> when he's nine yeah. uh, versus when he's 18 and he's already pretty set in his ways and you always got to, He's got a lot, of, a lot of overhauling to do with his arm action and um, mobility issues. And, you know, there's a lot of bad habits that, that can accumulate. Uh, but but to, to your point, yeah, um, happens all the time. You know, guys will be moving their arm a certain way. It's kind of funky. It's really – it's even – it's very unnatural the way that they naturally want to throw or they – in their minds they want to throw. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm like, okay, now try moving like this. And they're like, man, this feels weird but then after a while, once they start to get the, get the groove down, they're like, Oh, this actually feels really good. Like my shoulders not hurting after 10 throws anymore. Um, And, and things like that. So I see that a lot also too. It's just, but then it's just repetitive repetition, you know, drilling that in. Um, And you have to do that in different ways so that they don't get bored um, so that they have fun while they're doing it. and, and, And it kind of mixes things up in their minds, keep helps them be athletic as they're learning. But, yeah. Um, yeah it's super super interesting it's fun Com- working with guys and every guy's different
0: <laughs> yeah i think a couple how things that, adapt there's like two or three things right there that you touched on too exactly which is great is uh like how you have like a model for pitching like everyone's not going to pitch the same right and again i don't know the pitchers in the in the realm so it, i'm not going to like talk sure. to the different styles of pitching but like just that I, like i do a sprinting right the way people should be sprinting Like I have a model like that they should be doing, like the way that they extend their back leg, the way they punch their knee, where their arm should be. But at the same time, understanding that everybody is different and they're going to have little different quirks to them. And sometimes that's what makes them great at what they do. So it's like you're not forcing them to look like everybody else, but they should be hitting some key indicators, right, that um, are conducive or to the results that they want, right? So anyways, certain things that they should be doing. And um, so that was one. And then there's another thing you said, but maybe it'll come back up.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So I want to back up a little bit. Um, and if you see anything, and we have some shared notes here, if you see anything that you want to hit, feel free to just jump in and say, I want to hit this. Yeah. Um, I want to back up a little bit and talk about warming up. Um, so one thing that I see a lot in, um, a lot in just the youth baseball world, and I'm sure it's, it's, it's true across sports is that there's really a lack of um, proper warm up? Um, a lot of times it's just kind of like a show-and-go mentality. Let's just show up, you know, you, you stretch your arm across your, your body, throw your arm yeah. up, and, you know, do a couple, uh, you know, <laughs> jumping jacks, little twists, yeah, and then you go. You know, it's kind of like what you see at the gym. If you go to a gym and, and guys just kind of, you know, shake around a little bit and then they jump in and start squatting like two plates, you know.
0: Yeah, um, oh, I see it all so, every day. Yeah.
1: So, so what do you, uh, so what's, what would, what would you say for young athletes, guys that are in high school, college, even, um, how should you be warming up? Like, how should you be spending your time before you, um, start doing your sports specific, um, competition?
0: Yeah. So what I would like to do first is I like to get the body warm first, right? So let's just get blood flowing so you can whatever, go run, Run uh, to the pole and back, you know, two, three times or, or run backwards because it's so inefficient. Like it's such an inefficient movement, you know, obviously shuffling. It's just the way to move that's inefficient. That's going to cause your body to work a little bit harder, aka yeah. raise, raise your temperature faster. So personally, I like to raise the temperature first and just get people going versus, you know, especially in Michigan here. Now it's cold, right? You're like, oh, so hesitant to get moving. So faster we can get that heart rate going, the better. So anyways, do quick, whatever, two, it takes two minutes, right? Then from there, then I'll hit you more specific. I like, to do, I like to do some sort of mobility drill paired with some sort of activation drill. So yeah. let's say, again, and then really quick on these two is like, you can do all the drills you want and not get better. Right. right. Like, it's about how you execute them. So I'd rather have you do one or two drills extremely well than six ones kind of haphazardly. Right. Because know Absolutely. Yeah. So th- I know that they're not going to, it's because you're not going to get the, the benefit from it right so if you're gonna go through the motions and like just get out of here um and uh actually uh, actually have like another good thing that might segue onto that with another coach he's like a scout for the uh, mets right now but anyways i'll uh, save that for the end really quick sure but, um so yeah so anyways do one or two mobility drills let's say like this is for throwing or for the gym um
1: i think we're, we're talking about like pre-baseball practice so like yeah. pre-throwing let's say pre-throwing
0: so let's just think about what the motions are that you're going to be doing so baseball, what, you're going to be rotating a lot. So you're going to have to have some good thoracic mobility. So like a thoracic mobility drill, um, your arm's going to be coming like up and over your head. So you can like, you know, do some overhead. Med- I like to do overhead medicine ball throws until mm-hmm. the kids really reach behind their back. So they get, they're getting a lot of things at once, right? They're getting thoracic extension. They're getting some mobility through their, their triceps, their lats, you know, that can be really tight. Um, like obviously you don't probably not have a medicine ball at the, uh, on the field with you, but um, you but don't you need could. one, right? You can, just you can keep, bring one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can prepare ahead of time and bring one. Like, yeah. I love medicine balls for the, the baseball guys. Um, but yeah, just think about the demands that are going to be doing. You're going to have to be doing pushing off laterally with your legs. So do some shuffles, do some skater jumps, right? Um, so anyways, that's kind of the mobility part. Sorry, I was kind of jumping ahead with the, the jumps and stuff. But anyway, sure. so I'll do mobility stuff for the thoracic, mobility stuff for your shoulder. I like to do bands, like attach them to uh, the... Like a fence, right? And get some distraction, right? So it's like pulling your arm off your body to mm-hmm. kind of create some space in your glenohumeral droid in there. Um, stretching out those pecs, getting some length through there. So, anyways, that's mobility. Two, do some activation. This is where I guess you can do some band pull aparts, um, you know, some snow angels laying on the ground just to warm up your shoulders. Yeah. Um, that's kind of like your activation, like low level activation drills. Yeah. And then from there, so once I do some mobility, once I do some activation, then I start want to ramping up the intensity, right? So start with some think of just your dynamic warm up of skips, shuffles, cariocas, you know that type of stuff, mm-hmm. and then start getting to a little bit more sport specific stuff of like those lateral jumps, lateral hide-ins, lateral broad jumps, mm-hmm. um, maybe some light explosive push ups, you know off the floor just to start getting your nervous system fired up more than anything. Because I can tell you 100% like the key to having a good workout and same thing I'm, I'm assuming it's gonna transfer over to having a good practice, a good game. Is going to be the quality of your warm up because now you're showing up and you're like primed and you're ready to rock, right? So like right. your nervous system's fired up, you're you know you're like focused, versus like those first couple throws or like for me in the training, like if kids don't warm up, like they they do a heavy weight and it just feels heavy and they get stapled, then you get discouraged and it really spills right. over to, to your whole performance. So right. anyways, that's like yeah. a simple approach to the warm up.
1: I think that's really good. I mean, I could tell um, you know when I'm in the gym, days that I warm up versus I, when I don't. And my overall performance is just not going to be as good. I'm not going to have as much range of motion. Um, I'm going to get tired quicker. Uh, I'm probably going to get sore, more sore that day than I, than I normally would because my muscles weren't ready and I just kind of shocked them. Um, mm-hmm. There's lots of that going on. You mentioned two words that I think were key. And I think key to, to any warmup in general um, you said mobility and activation, right? So for yeah. the audience, can you just define pretty, pretty short, like briefly, what is mobility and then what is activation?
0: Mobility is simply just your for a joint to be able to move through its full range of motion. So, um, so that's like the, the overly simplistic view. So, mm-hmm. it helps too when you know you have standards since we're talking baseball here. Let's say, let's just say like your shoulder, right? right. So, I, I can have two things I have internal rotation where if I come down like this, right. and then I also have external rotation like layback, right? right. So, that whole arc range of motion should roughly be 180 degrees okay so and they break it down so i forget ex- exactly but you should have roughly like 60 to 70 degrees of internal rotation so again if i uh-huh. had like a protractor or whatever got it out so you can lay guys on table and do this but you should have roughly you know 70 degrees so like right now i might like, i might be limited in this you know i'm just standing here but that's like sure. maybe 30 right yeah. and then if i go from here to my layback, back i might have you know i don't know whatever that might be like 120 ish so right. 120 plus 60. So that's roughly 180. You know what I mean? Yeah. And but you also noted too, like because baseball is such an asymmetric sport, so you should have you probably gonna notice that you have 100 or more laid back on your throwing side. I'm a righty, so let's say yep. you know here should be a lot more baseball guys. They should be able to lay back easy. Um, but anyways, let's say I have 130, 140 degrees here, and only 80 degrees of internal rotation. The important part is that the total range of motion is there, the whole 180. Mm-hmm don't be too worried about the how much external versus internal versus let's say on your non-throwing side, you might only have, you know, 120, you know, internal, external and like, sure. you know, 60 internal. So the ratio is going to be different. Right. Yeah, so that's,
1: that's, yeah, no, that's good. I think that's a clear, that's a pretty good um, grasp on mobility. It helps us understand it a little bit better. So when you talk about activation, then what does that mean?
0: This is basically just, um, uh, just well, there's different levels to it. You know what I mean? Like sure. I just call it activation as as my term, it's but general, just low-level yeah. activation drills. Like of this, you can think of your standing external rotations with a band. Just this so small stuff to hit those more isolated muscles and just right. wake them up a little bit, or get some more heat and temperature and blood flow into them more than anything. Right. And then, like you're saying, then I worry about ramping it up to the nervous system type of work where you're actually doing like expressing power with those things. But basically, like I was saying, just like the, the whole body system, I want to get some blood flow in there first. And then we'll get specific and kind of try to raise up the temperature of the specific tissues we're going to be using right. and start raising raising like the, the threshold of them in different ways. So think band pull-aparts, um, you know, face down Y presses, because then you're working against gravity, obviously. So those, those muscles have to work. Just very simple stuff that, um, you know, doesn't take a lot of effort or time or equipment and yeah so yeah
1: yeah so like if you think mobility thinking more of like range of motion is basically what you're thinking and then activation Mm -hmm. you'd be thinking more um you know you're waking your muscles you're waking your mind up um so that it's ready to work right um because if you try and go cold then i mean you're going to end up with a with a ton of problems your mind's going to be your head's going to be behind your um your muscles uh, your muscles are going to be shocked. You know, there's a lot of problems that you run into with just trying to jump into something cold. Um, yeah. Any other and thoughts on about, that?
0: Yeah, the last wrap-up is for the importance of, like, good warm-ups. Let's say an athlete, over the course of, let's say, workouts and baseball, like, how many times, you know, does a, is a baseball player warming up, you know, throughout the week? Let's mm-hmm. Whether it's training or or baseball-specific stuff, probably five days a week?
1: Days okay, so Five to six, yeah.
0: Okay, and let's just keep mm-hmm. it for simple math. Let's say they warm up for 10 minutes so that's 50 minutes a week so times that by four weeks that's what four hours so that's four hours if you're just going through the motions that's four hours of wasted opportunity to get better and then you want to take those four hours you want to times it by 50 years that's 20 hours you know of work yeah that's just wasted right yeah and i think those little things that's what's the stuff that adds up talking about laying brick by brick small piece by small piece like how you do um, anything is kind of how you do everything and then if right. you see a scout if there, like, let's say a situation where you're like a scout and actually this would be a good segue to um, the one guy I was talking to about Chris Newell he's a scout he does like more so hitting stuff here but mm-hmm. he, used to, he knows immediately he used to be a scout for the Yankees and if a guy did not know how to warm up or play catch you know again I'm not a baseball guy but if he if a guy did not know how to play catch during warm-ups immediately gone off the list right mm. like if he's not hit him in the right spots doing the right things just the sound foundational mechanics like they didn't want them yeah yeah same thing with the warm-up that i guess applies
1: man that's big i think that's i think that's huge i think that's big for our audience to hear because um there's so much you know i want to get to the to the meat and potatoes of my workout which is you know getting on the mound throwing and that kind of stuff and then we can treat all the other little things as kind of willy-nilly but like you said um and like another guy that i've interviewed in the past has said um mike mccarthy's a He's a coach for A the AAA uh, Twins team, the AAA uh, Twins affiliate. But anyway, he said, you know, he said the same thing. You know, what, however how you do anything is how you do everything. And so if you um, if you don't have any purpose, no rhyme or reason to your warm up, um, whether that's your dynamic stretching, whether that's just mobility work, band work, um, I like using wrist weights. Uh, if it's if you don't have any reason for why you're doing that, and your movements aren't, you know, they're just kind of just moving around. Or if you're playing catch and you're not paying attention to your mechanics or where you're throwing or um, the feedback that you get from throwing, like, you know, how the ball's coming off your hand, you know, what trajectory, how hard you're throwing, um, how's it sound in the other guy's glove, you're not paying attention to any of that, then, I mean, what are you even doing? You're just wasting your time.